Hello, this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Have you ever wondered where your meat is gotten from? I mean, beyond the fact that it's gotten from animals, have you really, really sat down to wonder where your meat really comes from? Oh, well, welcome to the world of abattoirs. Now, an abattoir is a place designated or a building designated for um, slaughtering of animals, usually cattle, sheep, goats. They are killed and butchered for the intention of being processed as meat and food for public consumption. I mean, to understand it better, it's like a facility that has been designed, licensed for receiving, holding, slaughtering, inspecting of uh, meat animals and meat products before this product has been released to the public. And it is believed that such a place should be top-notch when it comes to hygiene. But it seems like the reverse is the case. Well, on today's podcast, we'll be talking to my colleague, Isa Ismail. He's joining us right here in the studio, and he paid a visit to um, some abattoirs in the FCT, and he's here to share with us his experience of what it was like. If you've been to an abattoir, I'm sure you probably understand where he's coming from. Thank you, Ismail, for joining us. Thank you very much, Lillian, for having me. So tell us, how many abattoirs did you visit in the FCT when you started this, your investigation? I um, visited three out of the four abattoirs under the control of the Federal Capital Territory Administration, the FCTA. I went to the abattoir at Gwagulada, the one at Kubwa, and the one at Karu. All right. What prompted your decision to look at the story or work or investigate the state of abattoirs in the FCT? Um, you know, initially in your f- um, introduction, you spoke about is a facility that is licensed mm. and ensures the inspection of meat. Mm. That inspection specifically mm. prompted my decision to, to see, well, okay, fine. The, the total consumption of meat in 2020-2021 rose to 1.4 million tons. A significant shift from 1972. That was that we have we had like 300 and something thousand tons then. But so now with the increase of this meat consumption in Nigeria, so fine. I asked myself, how is meat processed in FCT abattoirs? How healthy are this meat that we consume in our, our homes? So I started doing some digging, and I found that that there are certain guidelines, certain rules, certain regulations to ensure that meat are being inspected before and after slaughtering oh. so that to ensure that they are wholesome those that are not wholesome they are going to be condemned and dealt with accordingly so in order to find out okay fine are all these been abided by in this abattoir so that was the reason why i went undercover okay. to see if these things are actually put in, in in place but incidentally i out of the three abattoirs karu abattoir is the worst of all it's synonymous to a, to an unhygienic meat processing plant. Now, upon entering, the smell of dung and blood hits your head so hard that you can't you can actually spend up to five minutes within that abattoir, and it's all littered inside the slaughterhouse. Now, workers they do pass by, step on those dung and the blood. And then they are the ones in charge of butchering those animals meant for consumption. In one of the clips that I captured, a butcher had his feet wearing his dirty rain boots on the meat meant to be consumed by humans. It's, 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 
it's just a, it's just a total mess in Karu. But um, in Kubwa and um, in Guagorada, it's quite different. Honestly speaking, it's quite different because there are meat inspection happening in Guagorada and Kubwa. But the only issue we highlighted there is the issue of meat handling. Okay. There's the issue of meat hygiene and the issue of meat handling. Okay. Yes, hygiene comes from proper inspection, ensuring the environment is actually clean. And handling is how you handle the meat after they're being inspected. Because even if they are being inspected and they're not properly handled, there is a, there is a, a high probability of that meat being contaminated by some viruses, some diseases that we can see as humans, but they are actually contained in those meats. So how was it like, you know, paying a visit? How did you feel like, first of all, being undercover? I mean, did you ask questions? Did you speak with the butchers? What was their relationship like when it comes to communicating with you and telling you things you needed to know? So before going, actually, I did uh, my own pre- uh, preliminary research. Mm-hmm. So I spoke to a butcher in Guagalada, off record. How is it? Can I come to the abattoir to picture or to capture some stuff? And he told me they frown at, 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 at it. At, and he even told me that I, I could be at serious risk by by doing so. So in, automatically, my head didn't look fine. I have to do this undercover without even no, telling them that I am a journalist or I'm here for just get my facts, mm-hmm. right? If it has been done, we give them the, the, the glory that it's been done. If it's not been done, then we, we show the public that this is where the meat they consume comes from and how can the government do better to ensure that all every meat we consume in the FCT is safe, even beyond just the FCT. So when I went, I didn't speak to anybody. Okay. It was very risky because upon entrance, you know, they are quite familiar with the faces they always see. So up- upon entering Karu, somebody told me, hello, what are you looking for? Then I told him I want to buy meat. So he said I should cross to the other side if I want to get meat not in, inside the slaughterhouse where the slaughtering activity is actually happening. So when I went and I told the man selling me that I want to buy 500 meats, so he told me that there's no meat. Mm. So that was how I stood, find my place and ensured my camera was already on, so I had to get, I, I got those clips of how that butcher was stepping on mm-hmm. on, on the meat and how people are, are, are working in a very, very, very unhygienic situation. Okay, in terms of inspection now, what did you find out on why the state of... Because you said inspection happens in Guagualada and Cuba. So what did you find out on why the state of inspection or the state of the abattoir in Karu is? Were you able to speak to someone from the FCT and what did they say? Yeah. In Karu, in, 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 in Karu, I witnessed six cattle being slaughtered. None of them were inspected that I, that I saw. Okay. Six cattle, they were, they were slaughtered, but they were not inspected and they were moved out of the slaughterhouse, which is a violation of the manual for meat inspection given out by the Food Agricultural Organization of the United Nations, which states that post-mortem and anti-mortem inspection is a must, is mandatory before and after slaughtering of animal to ensure that those animals being slaughtered are wholesome. Okay. So now, none of that happened in Karu. I, I, despite citing two veterinary officers stationed there, there. yes. Two, two did you ask them why they are not? No, asking them would put me as, at, at risk, at, yes. Risk, risk. So, did you speak to someone in authority like the FCT to yes. find out? Okay, yeah, I, I, I spoke to the FCT, FCT, but he declined to speak on record. On record, but he, he sent me just a message on WhatsApp, which he, he said they know of these is- issues 
and but the issue is attributed to the long neglect by other administration but this administration is going to bring out a project they call it the abattoir project to ensure that all this that i mentioned in my in my report is going to be tackled and they are going to actually pave way for further discussions with stakeholders to ensure that only wholesome meat is being consumed in the fct all right well thank you so much we'll be going on a quick break hold our thoughts when we get back the podcast continues do not go anywhere we'll be right back You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. And in this episode, we're talking about the sorry state of abattoirs in the FCT. Now, with me in the studio, we've been chatting. So we're going to continue our conversation. I have Isa Ismaila, um, Daily Trust investigative journalist. He took an undercover trip to three different abattoirs in the FCT and he's telling us about the sorry state. Now, from our previous conversation before we went on break, we're talking about how, yeah, you observed that for um, Kubwa and Guagualada, they had inspection officers and it looked better. But for Karu, and we know the population that is in that area, it was very unhygienic. And you also told us your response from the FCT saying that they were going to do something about it. Now, what came to your mind when you saw this meat being so unhygienic and were you able to speak to a medical practitioner to talk about the effects of this? Uh, actually, what came to mind was... The fact that probably I've been consuming unhealthy meats all my life. And it's, it's very scary because um, the state of meat inspection, like I told, told, told you in Karu, was, was far from what should be accepted. Okay, it was far from what should be um, accepted. So in order to, 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 to find out what are the issues there, I spoke to a veterinary doctor who is um, the director of diagnostic and uh, um, and medical services? Sorry, di- diagnostics um, diagnostic services of the National Veterinary Institute in Vom in Plateau State, Dr. Sati Ngulunku, and he mentioned a lot of things about what is meat inspection, how it should be conducted, when it should be conducted, and what happens if meat inspection is not conducted. This is what he has to see. My name is Dr. Sati Ngulunku. I'm the director of diagnostic services, NVRI VOM. Okay. okay, sir. Um, sir, let's begin with the question: Why meat inspection? In in other words, why is the need for meat to be inspected by a vet before slaughtering? Okay, thank you. So, meat inspection is very important because you know meat is a food that is derived from animals. And just like any other food, a food that is consumed, whether by animals or by humans, is supposed to be fed. Okay, it's supposed to be clean, it's supposed to be wholesome, it's supposed to be safe and nutritious. So the essence of meat inspection is to ensure that animals that are slaughtered for meat, which will eventually get into the, uh, into the kitchen and the table for human consumption, is free of diseases. Okay, that the animal slaughtered is healthy and that it is not carrying any disease or any substance that perhaps the animal has uh, uh, either injected or ingested or 
been introduced into the animal's body that may be harmful to human beings, uh, not uh, slaughtered for human consumption. So it is essentially to ensure that healthy animals are slaughtered and that even if the animals are slaughtered, they are free of diseases or any contaminant that will affect human health. Okay, sir. Um, so, okay, sir, now, now talking about uh, meat inspection, what are the standard operational procedure for meat inspection in Nigeria? Okay, so, you know, there is um, OIE procedure for meat inspection, there is FAO, you know, procedures for meat inspection, and of course, countries adopt you know, these uh, international uh, guidelines for procedures for meat inspection. And like I earlier mentioned, it is to ensure that meat that is meant for human consumption is wholesome, is free of diseases, okay? Or uh, other things that might have contaminated the meat. So there are procedures, and you know that these uh, meats are gotten, are supposed to be gotten from abattoirs. Mm -hmm. Okay, abattoirs is like a processing plant for meat. Okay. That is where animals are slaughtered. So there are guidelines for how this thing should be done. Okay, and one of it is that it should be done in an abattoir, like I mentioned. And an abattoir is where animals are slaughtered, okay, and processed for meat. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, and there are procedures for that. And one of which is, and this starts, you know, to get a, a wholesome meat starts right from the farm, so where the animals are produced. Okay. And then they are transported from whether the farm or wherever to the markets and sometimes from the markets to the abattoirs or from the farms to the abattoirs. And when they get to the abattoirs, there is supposed to be what we call an anti-mortem inspection. And so when animals are taken to the abattoirs, they are supposed to be rested for at least 24 hours before slaughter. Okay. And during this period of rest, they are supposed to be examined when they are still alive, okay, when they are not yet slaughtered, okay, okay by veterinary officers or animal health officers that have been trained, you know, to carry out these procedures. Okay. So the animals are usually examined for things they can see with their eyes, okay? Okay. So the inspectors will look at the animals while they are standing, while they are walking, while they are, you know, lying down to observe what they can apparently see with their eyes or touch, okay? So if the animal is sick, because these are people that have been trained to identify animals that are normal or healthy and animals that are so they'll be able to detect okay. that the animals, you know, are sick or are healthy. So that is the first phase. Okay. So when they are examined within, uh, like I said, 24 hours before slaughter, so they are examined before slaughter, 
So those that looked apparently sick will be separated. And that was um, Dr. Sati Nglunkun of the Niger um, National Veterinary Institute in Vom Plateau State. All right. Thank you so much, Isa, for joining us. Um, you know, it's one thing to know that you're consuming meat. It's another thing to know that what you're consuming is unhygienic. Nigerians will always say what you don't know will not kill you. But at this point in time, knowledge is very important. Thank you so much for doing this story. And thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Having said that, we've come to the end of today's episode of the podcast. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now.